A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. London Marathon at the weekend. Yeah. And we spoke to a seasoned runner, funny man, Manchester United fan, author, podcaster, Paul Tonkinson. Yeah, funny guy. Funny he was good, guy, wasn't he? And a sub-three marathon in him, Paul. So wow. if you want a last-minute tip, he's the one. He certainly was the one. Um, we spoke to Glenn Moore, another uh, very funny man, comedian, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday fan, mm. uh, who told us why he became a fan of that particular yeah, club. That's good. Very we interesting. We learned something about a manager and we never thought we would. Absolutely. We had a bit of a chat. We talked about Tyson Fury, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we did. And um, we had a we had a um, birthday spread. A birthday point. spread did happen. So this is how it all unfolded today. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Now, you know I love a Facebook marketplace. I know you, you do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of my favourite places to, to hang out. Wouldn't it be great if it was a real marketplace? I know it's a virtual one, but if you could get anything from a fairground wall of death or shooting range to a yeah. pair of old predators. We'd all have a walk around it. Yeah, you would. It'd be brilliant. But all you'd it? get also is just people going, is that still available? I'll give you a pound. Yeah. <laughs> Basically that. Yeah. People give you stupid things. Anyway. Have you have you ever done a car boot sale? Oh, yeah, I mean, are, are, they still a, are they still a big I thing? Or is yeah. It still yeah. A Whenever big I, thing? When I drive in on a Saturday yeah. morning to do show with Max, I'll, I'll, I'll leave at about... Um, half six to get here for eight o'clock right. and I'll drive about quarter to eight quarter, quarter to seven yeah. I'll drive past this big field big farmer's field full of people so I'm assuming still doing as, a boot sale still as big as at, it at ever quarter was. to seven in the morning because in the sort of nineties it was it was at the height of it the phenomenon was it burger vans go in the lot people love it but I remember I mean I'm sure a lot of parents did this when the when the, you had a couple of kids and you think well I'm not going to use those toys again so you yeah. go along you sell off all the kids stuff yeah and like while you're actually getting out the boot of your car there's people rummaging around in, the back of your car they're in your boot to buy it and then oh, put five no. p on it like two stalls along no. and then when you walk past they give you a little yeah they don't want it from Themselves, five, they want it for a five, ten, five p, ten p markup, and I thought, mate, if you're that desperate for ten p, <laughs> don't have that look on your face like you've done me over. You know, it's, people do offer you like twenty p at yeah. a boot sale. That's why I stopped doing but it. The, like, the well, only reason I bring that up is that um, the the Facebook marketplace would be great because at one point you were looking at a sort of somebody was selling a concrete bunker, weren't yeah, they? Concrete bunker. And it'd be great if they were all set up were on there. a stall in a field, the wall of death, the concrete bunker, the pair of football boots owned by a former, the boxing ring, former yeah, former Fulham player. Yeah, that's Talk, today's one. Yeah, now that's tell us about one, that. Isn't what it? Did you, yeah, what did yeah. You I, spot? I, I sent it to you today. Didn't I? There's someone selling some football boots. Mm. Um, it's some Adidas Predators. Yeah. And I'm just trying to find them. Here they are. Um, yeah. And uh, they are signed yeah. Fulham football player football boots. 
in Reading they are these football boots. Yeah, they look they look like they've been kept outside. I will say that. Okay, looking, right. Kept in the moldy. yard. Like, yeah. You can you can smell them. You, if you've you ever smell smelled that of sort of damp, yeah, football boot smell, they're signed, right? Mm-hmm. They're signed, and they're. I worked out who they were signed by straight away. But the person who was selling them didn't know. The person who was them didn't know, and they said, 10% off if you can tell me who the signature is. <laughs> it could have been like, it could have been a kind of iconic Fulham player, Rodney well, Marsh, and uh, exactly. late, great Johnny Haynes. I sent them to my friend Tom, who's a big Fulham fan, yeah. and he immediately said, that's that night. That night. Okay. That night, he was, they've got the number 16 on them as well. Zat Knight's football boots. Don't 10% off for Zat Knight. Let the listeners have a guess. We'll ask the listeners the question. Oh, yes. A little bit of dead air for you. Lovely. So how much do you think a pair of uh, Zat Knight signed mouldy predators cost on Facebook Marketplace? Here we go. Yeah, good mm-hmm, guess. Not bad. Um, 40 quid, Paul. 40 quid. Well, that's what they're on the Marketplace yeah. for. So I don't know if the if the Zat Knight signature made them, reduced them in price. <laughs> That's a bit tight or, on Zat Knight. I know. Isn't it? I mean, you know, you might, yeah. might want them back. How has the person got them? So we're interested. We often talk about, you know, it certainly with Todd Macklin because every yeah. week it seems, you know, something from LeBron or Jordan goes for like twelve million dollars. The Maradona shirt. Yeah. We all talk those about things. all the big stuff. What about some nice cheap memorabilia? Yeah, I mean, have you ever signed. encountered stuff that can't be that cheap? And maybe the name <laughs> on it has actually devalued them. Uh, and so, for, so we're after some bargain memorabilia that you've encountered, yes, or indeed lovely. may have. Well. We'll let um, Charlie value it for you. I mean, yeah, he hasn't got a clue what he's doing, but he will. Um, also, uh, the other thing was, which tied into the Predators. Yes, was you I told was me a very you, nice story. Well, yeah. yeah, before the Predators w- went to market, when they were being discussed, and there was a real buzz about the Predator boots mm. at Adidas. Uh, I would, I was working on ninety minutes, and I would occasionally pop up to Stockport, where Adidas were based, and knew somebody up there. And uh, we went up there one day for a bit of lunch. In the afternoon, he said. Come into the lab. They had this gym at the back, which they'd set up. And he showed us some videos of, of players. They had a great video of Glenn Hoddle, who tested them out oh, and stuff. Yeah. But this is quite early 90s, sort of 93-ish, I think, something like that. But this was um, before they hit the market, whenever it was before they hit the market. So we got to try them out. We spent the afternoon in this in this uh, sort of gym at the yeah. back of the Adidas building and just wore Predators all down and was trying to get the bend inside now. Wow. You know, I mean, I made a right pig's ear of it. I, I mean, Glenn got a lot more out of it than I I can I imagine Glenn Hoddle could have just worn any old slippers. But I'd like, because then you said, Charlie, so basically, Paul, if it wasn't for you being a <laughs> guinea pig for the Predator, David Beckham never would have scored that free kick exactly. against if Greece. If it wasn't for you, Paul, you kicked that me. off. You were part of the development so if you've got a spurious that's right I was a guinea pig if you've got a spurious claim to fame every, every bit as spurious as that and you can lead it right up to a defining moment in anything English yeah. football whatever uh, as well as your bargain memorabilia do let us know this afternoon talksport.com forward slash H&J text 81089 tweet TSH&J 0371722344 if you believe you had a you are a little footnote in a moment of yeah. importance do let us know this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We are going to talk boxing a little bit later on. If you're listening to Jim and Simon earlier on, uh, they heard from Frank Warren. This is because Tyson Fury put out another let another video know, yeah. earlier on to Anthony Joshua trying to get the fight sign. Says today is D-Day. He gave an extension. And you do wonder what it would be like if Tyson was an estate agent. <laughs> because it, it, this is a message for Luke and Becky. <laughs> You've had the contract now for four days. Come on, you dossers, get it signed. You're holding up the chain. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be, be fantastic. You've had your searches done. You've had your searches done. <laughs> you said, couldn't we keep the white goods? I said, yes, I won't rip you off. I'm the a good structural man. structural service, a waste of time, Becky. <laughs> 
It's you a said, new build. It's a new build. It's an absolute waste of time. You said, can we keep the bedroom blinds? I said, yes, because they're basically made to measure. <laughs> I've bent over backwards, you dossers. Get it signed, you holding up. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It's nice. <laughs> Fury's estate agent. I've told you about the ground rent. I've told yeah, you. Yeah. It's a basic management fee. Well, there we are. Um, if you want to imagine him in any other business, <laughs> as in the, being a solicitor, for example. Anyway, it's just a thought. Uh, let's, it's London Marathon this weekend. It is indeed, yeah. I'm still getting thrown by the fact it's it's not April. No, it's... Uh, but uh, we thought we would marathon. turn to a, a seasoned runner. Some people may need some last-minute advice. Or they may be thinking of getting into the world of distance running or just running, just yeah. you know, catch the 5K, whatever it is. A man that evangelises on the subject, uh, podcasts on it, has written books about it, um, is Paul Tunkinson, comedian, Manchester United fan. Hi, Paul. Get it run, you dusser. Just set off. What more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> you know the get way. It. They're all running the same direction. Just get it done. <laughs> get it, Sam. Mo Farah, there's nothing wrong with you. Strap your leg off and get on with it. How hard can it be? 26 miles a day before breakfast. She sees every day. Get it strapped up and get on with it, you dosser. It'd be, it'd be great. It would, what a great man. It would be fantastic. Baller exactly. Just do it in the street. Get That's on with right. it. Don't I'll just. I'll put, I'll put it in a bit. Me and Mo Farah at Wembley Stadium. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> get it done. Oh, he's, he is, he's a joy, old Tyson. And of course, a fine boxer. So, yeah, Paul, are you, are you doing uh, the marathon this weekend or not? No, I'm not. I'm not doing the marathon now. Uh, I, I keep getting injured at the moment, so um, so running's really good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, no, I've done loads of marathons. It's a very exciting time of year, of course, and, and everyone's tapering at the moment for the marathon this weekend. They're all going to the expo and they're getting mm. last minute advice. So it's quite a stress period the last few days. They call it maranoia, where people think that little niggles are going to stop them running or they think oh. they're getting injured or they think they're getting ill or whatever. It's quite, it can be quite a tense time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, good luck, good luck to them all. Good luck to them all. Yeah. On what, what are you doing on this is the, the Thursday before the Sunday? I went, I, I went along to the expo. I did, I've not done it myself. My, my eldest boy did and I went along with him to that expo they have up in town and you can kind yeah. of, you, it's, it's a sort of joyous thing. Everybody's loving the fact they're going to be running the following day but there's a, you can feel the nerves. You can feel a bit of tension in the air as well yeah you can it's, it's a weird one because i think people overcomplicate running mm. um it's pretty simple um and and, and london marathon's amazing because you're because you're held within this incredible organization there's loads of drink uh, along the way there's mm. loads of support it's really well organized everyone's going to be most the vast majority going to be absolutely fine <laughs> but you can almost feel a tangible uh, anxiety at, at, at those expo events. I always try and simplify things to people. If you're all well trained, you'll be fine. And some people do it who aren't particularly well trained. It's just it's, it's just a long run, and the support you get is absolutely incredible. I mean, the support is just it really changes the whole thing. And uh, a, an enjoyable day awaits. And um, for most people, it's, mm. uh, it really is an it really is an incredible day. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be fab. Yeah, to to quote um, Coldplay, I think a lot of people who struggle seem. I know when I was doing uh, some distance <laughs> running, I've done a half marathon. Yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. uh, but me. I really struggled round, mm. and uh, it was because I was tired and underprepared. Basically, right. it's the preparation is key, isn't it, Paul? If you have if you've done the, enough training in the last six months, then you'll you'll be fine how on many, Sunday. How many miles should you? I mean, they, don't they always say eighteen, Paul? You could get around the twenty six. If you've done eighteen to twenty, don't necessarily think you've yeah. had to run a marathon. Length. Essentially, it, it depends how fit you. I mean, I did my first marathon off. Uh, my longest run was sixteen miles, and I used to, I used to play a lot of football at the time, mm. uh, so I was quite quite fit, and I was fit, and in my late twenties, 
Everything was great. Uh, I just ran and it was just daft and fun. And I got to about 22 and then I slowed down. But, mm. you know, if you've run anywhere near 18, you're going you're gonna to be fine because that, yeah. that support on the day gives it to you. And also, you know, there's, there's water stations at, at every couple of miles. Um, and and the, the support, listen, it's a long way. It's, yeah. it's an awful long way. It's yeah. like running from London to Watford. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can imagine. If you, you do that, you get to be Watford Western. manager, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just get wait your turn. I need a manager. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. it. If you run there, you can have it. You can <laughs> do it. Sign, sign the contract, Slavin. You know it makes sense. You want to be the manager. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, so, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, thousands of people do it, and um, and yeah, it's uh, it's to be enjoyed. And also, this is time when people are carb loading as well. So the last few days before the mm. marathon, they get to eat, eat loads of carbs. That's what that's the fun bit. The last few days, you sort of have pasta for breakfast and all that kind of thing, and and it gives you loads of energy during the race itself. So there's lots of there's lots of enjoyable aspects to it. I've got two and family then, I've got two family members doing. It. My sister's doing it. Yeah, um, oh, on, on Sunday, cool. um, uh, cool. she's in her forties. Um, mm. My my uncle is doing it, oh, right. and it's, he's done loads of them. He's done absolutely loads. Of them. But he gets a he gets a place because he's fastest in age group, and he's eighty two. Eighty two, eighty one or eighty two? Yeah. Wow. wow. So you're looking That's for incredible. a sub three. <laughs> he's looking for a sub <laughs> no. three. Paul, you've done a sub three, though, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have done a sub three. Wow. Um, Was it the London yeah, Marathon or somewhere else? It, it, it was a London Marathon, yeah, mm. um, and I've uh, and that was the subject of the book. Although everyone knows now that I've uh, <laughs> that, that I've done it because we just told them the, the book was sort of like detailing the attempt to run the Supreme Marathon, mm. um, and yeah, and just sort of the training journey of that and the mental thing. But everyone's, you know, like my Supreme, someone else's sub four or, you know, sub yeah. two and a half hours. There's loads of runners faster than me. There's loads of runners slower than me. That's a great thing about the marathon. You run it on your own level. I mean, let's face it, we're not going to win it. Um, that's sort of tied up. Do you know what I mean? That's, 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 that's yeah. not, that's not oh, what's the point if I'm not um, going to win it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to win it. I mean, you know, keep choking. I mean, what a chance. It's all in the trainers, you know. You do know that you've heard about these trainers. Yeah, vapor, vapor flies. Yeah, yeah, quick fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if we yeah. could afford that, we could all do a two-hour marathon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, your book, your book is 26.2 Miles to Happiness, available everywhere, basically. Yes. Yes. A comedian's yes. tale of running, red wine... And redemption. What's the red wine got to do with it? Is that why you didn't do it sub three for a while? Red, well, well, we needed another hour to go with redemption, <laughs> so we stuck with red wine. Okay. And there was a lot of there was a lot of drinking going on in in uh, aspects of the build up, but I, I I sort of I stopped boozing for about a month before uh, the race, and the, the effort was so huge it became some kind of <laughs> massively redemptive arc uh, yeah. for the book. But don't worry, I was back on it immediately post race. Charlie the cabbie says, uh, "Tell Paul his book was brilliant. He very much enjoyed it. He's a, he's oh, a regular runner that's as very, well." Yeah, that's very kind. And the book's gone down well, and it also it, it, it because it deals with my attempt to beat sub three in the London Marathon. It's very. Uh, the, the main the main thrust of the story is is the London Marathon, which is an which is an incredible event. So mm. yeah, the, the books uh, the books help some people. So you, it's, been, it's been worth it. You have a podcast as well. You uh, run with fellow comedians, don't yeah, you? Rob, yes, Rob, Rob yes. Deering, yeah, yeah. It's called it's called Running Commentary. We've uh, we've been doing it for like six or seven years. Every week we go for runs. Occasionally we get guests, mm. and it's nice to be part of a community of just sort of. Uh, just helping people get 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 fit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's, it's a simple low pressure thing to do. Go for on every week and tape it, and uh, and people people are into it. It's nice. So it's uh, it's nice. Last time we spoke it's to you, nice uh, I thought you know Manchester United wise it was all doom and gloom, but uh, things are picking up a bit, aren't they? 
Yeah, we've got a bit of steel now, haven't we? Mm. The sort of the, but Martinez, Varane at the back, Malesha at left back. Uh, Ericsson's looking fantastic. Uh, Anthony's got a bit of life to him. The new manager. It feels like we're a team again, as opposed to like eleven blokes who didn't particularly like each other, which is how it felt for a while. Mm. And uh, and I'm 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 looking forward to to Sunday. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm uh, Sunday afternoon watching the game. I really I'm not saying we're going to win it, but it just, it feels better than it has done in ages going for going going to these big games. It feels like we have got shape and structure and a bit of fight about us. So yeah, it, it feels it's amazing how quickly it can turn, can't it? Your team, the, the momentum, and it feels yeah. like it's turned. No, absolutely. Well, you can watch uh, Sunday morning with a big old fry up on your lap, can't you? Yeah, that's it. Marvellous. You were doing the music yeah. to the Little House on the Prairie. Was no, that supposed no, to be Chariots of Fire? No, no, it's not, it's not Chariots of Fire. That's the music they played. Was that the Little House of the Prairie? I think, yeah. What's that music they have for the marathon? Was it the Waltons? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm to find the marathon music. It, it was now. either the Waltons or Little. I think it was the Waltons. Oh, yeah. That's what I was humming along. Oh, anyway. I, was, I thought I was doing the marathon music. We'll have okay. to find the marathon Maybe that's music what they, now. Maybe they play the music from the Waltons before the marathon. Something. I've just missed it. Paul. <laughs> uh, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Paul. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot, mate. Take, Take care. care. There we are. That's right. There we are. Also, go and watch Paul live. He's a fantastic comedian. Very, very. No, he's funny. funny. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him live man. over yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. He's been. Yeah, I've seen him a few times over yeah, the years. They comic. used to do these kind of, uh, you know. I mean, most, you know, most an awful lot of comedians are big football fans, but that wasn't what they used to have. These football evenings where, oh. I think Carling used to put them on now and again. They'd have these kind of nights because they were league sponsors. Oh yeah. And uh, Paul would often do them. Kevin Day would do oh, okay. them as well. Stop um, doing that, have they? Uh, yeah. Carling, get nice, in touch. Like, Happy kind to... of special. Yeah. Special. Um, football evening sounds like they had a Man United fan and the Crystal Palace fan there no, 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 um, no Terry, talky element there Terry Alderton used to do them, but of course Terry then was they were a league club in those yeah, days they're so back in the not, old days not brethren hadn't gone you. up to the Vanarama um, gee he wonders about Tyson as an auctioneer <laughs> going once going twice hold on big dosser at the back with his hand up <laughs> going to the big dosser in the cap wait hang on Doss a bidding on the... Anyway, you get the idea. Block on the phones. Good idea, yes. Uh, thank you very much for that, G. Um, yeah, yeah the, the videos. I mean, he's just calling everybody out, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? He absolutely yeah. loves just calling people anything. Because he can. Yeah. So he's going to take him on. They're not, are they? Sam <laughs> Ryder. They're not Mr. Coming. Space, man. <laughs> you big Doss. It'd be great. Just, just, just nil-poix. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, Charlie Baker alongside me isn't just uh, a top-level sports broadcaster. Oh. He's also uh, one of the kings of musical theatre. You've, <laughs> you've done lots of musicals over the years. He's the man who can carry a this tune, a man shame. who can sing a song, this and he a often shame. does it. being set up here. Got a, no, you're not. You've got a lovely voice. So I was a bit shocked earlier on <laughs> when we were speaking to Paul Tonkinson that you brought the music that we always hear on the BBC's coverage of the marathon yeah. so this as we were chatting to paul this this is you singing the marathon music yeah that's it marvelous you were doing the music yeah. to the little house on the prairie was no, that supposed no, to be chariots of fire no no it's not, it's not chariots of fire that's the music they played was that the little house of the prairie i think yeah what's that music they have for the marathon was it the waltons i think it was the waltons that's what i was humming along i was i thought i was doing the marathon music well let's play you the marathon it was the waltons by the way not little house on the prairie but very similar shows of fire like you Said. Mix and match. Well, I couldn't tell what you were singing, Charlie. Oh, it, it, it was that bad. <laughs> um, so this is the actual music they play on the marathon coverage. We oh, all know man. this, don't we? It's similar, Paul. 
This is the Wharton's music. Then we're going to get the old builder. In your own time. Or is this the karaoke version? There it is. Is that, or is that not what Charlie was singing? Okay. That's what you were singing. Bring the trumpet in and play this. Yeah. Lovely one, wouldn't it? You got a trumpet, I've got a trumpet, yeah. Do you want me to bring it in? I bet your neighbours love you. <laughs> drum kit. Trumpet. Trumpet. Trumpet and drums, a great combo. Bell ringing. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, well, I miss, I miss sung, Paul. It's not like you, Charlie. I didn't, I didn't miss speak. I miss voice. sung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we are. Yeah, I think it's similar, though. It, I, 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 I cling I on to it being singular. A lot of people enjoyed um, you doing Tyson Fury, making you uh, buy a house, trying to make you buy a house. Yeah, Tyson Fury is a state. Well, anyway, in any business where you have to sign a contract, that you would come on and berate you. <laughs> There's a few, con a few, um, few uh, requests you've got here, Paul. Uh, can you imagine Tyson sorting out your new phone contract, putting the pressure on? <laughs> I've given you 100 minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You wanted 100 gig, you wanted unlimited text, I gave them to you. I'm not a, I'm an unfair man, you dusser. Just sign the contract. £25 a month. You wanted 18 the months, gonna... I gave you. I chucked in a free phone. It'd be, it'd be, it would be great, wouldn't it? He'd berate you, you asked like for the that. 12, I've given you the 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. Um, have boarding passes for all the 2,000 playoff winning... Uh, Ipswich Town FC team's pre-season tour to some sort of Scandinavian country from memory. Maybe Iceland or Finland. My beau of the time worked for BA. Jamie, he wonders if boarding passes for the entire Ipswich side of the early 2000s would be yeah. worth anything, Charlie. This is because of the, the Zat Knight Predator boots, isn't yeah. it, Paul, on Facebook Marketplace? I mean, for the a, a, that feels like a sort of data protection act. Yeah. Well, I remember once we had someone who had um, Steve Perryman's fillings, <laughs> the former Spurs skipper. We were chatting about Steve yesterday. Yeah. The, uh, record uh, Yeah, he said he kept them. No, someone, someone, um, she was a dentist. I mean, talk about in, you shouldn't really be doing that. I mean, you know, the bow at the time, Jamie, probably shouldn't have given up those boarding That's classes. what I mean. He's got, he's got people's but, data on there. Uh, this was somebody whose um, girlfriend was a, or wife was a um, dental nurse. Yeah. And Steve went in and had uh, something removed and they took the old fillings and he said, Oh, we had Steve Perriman in today. I don't know if Steve wants them back. I know he listens now and again. Yeah. So he said, um, "Yeah, we had, so I brought his fillings back for you. So some of this are Tottenham, because yeah, you're a Tottenham yeah. fan. He, was, I suppose no, he got the skipper's no, no DNA, is there? You can't make a new Steve Perriman yeah, well, from them. Hey, if we could, we'd be <laughs> top could of the them, table every week. Uh, the boarding passes, Paul, are, we, are you going to value them, or shall I value yeah, them? You How many is it? Do we know? How many boarding all the passes? Players, the entire is it? I mean, team. I've not got a clue for all the winning team, all the boarding what passes. It, let's ask what are we talking? What 18, 18... Where are we starting the bidding? It's Paul? like multicoloured swatch. We're not starting bidding. Well, I'm going to ask oh. the Ipswich fans what, what if there's What's an Ipswich worth? fan, what would you pay? Pound for, each? What would you pay for the 2000 uh, playoff winning Ipswich Town boarding passes to a tour of some Scandinavian country? Couldn't be any more exact than that. Let us know. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet. We'll let the market decide because <laughs> that seems to be working pretty well at the moment. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. 
They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making a welcome return to the studio now, Sheffield uh, Wednesday fan, comedian, uh, after a triumphant uh, Edinburgh festival, it is comedian Glenn Moore. Good to see you, Glenn. Good to see you. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Glenn. Yeah, great pleasure. Yeah, we were, uh, it was a real buzz about you, as oh, they yeah. say. Uh, it was, the show went very well, I understand. Uh, yeah, it was It was fun. Um, it, makes, it makes me never want to go back again, because I'm like, let's just cash in. <laughs> Yeah. So if I was a Premier League manager, I'd do one match. If I won it, I'd quit immediately. There we go. Yeah, leaving okay. it at that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this is you're going to be doing some uh, gigs with the the Edinburgh show, aren't you? At the Soho Theatre, and the show is brilliantly titled "Will You Still Need Me? Will You Still Feed Me?" Glenn, I'm sixty more. Yeah, a lot of the venues on tour have asked on our website, can we just call it Glenn Moore? <laughs> uh, and they, they have my blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How I often, I mean, we're going to do exactly what I'm sure a lot of people do. They hmm. come up to you in the, the bar after a gig and they say, I love the titles of your shows. I've got some other ones for you. Sam, do you often get that? Do you get, yeah. Because we were sitting there, how many we were we, we, we oh, doing we them, weren't we? Won't we? Oh, did you? Well, Dragons Glen. Dragons Glen is really nice. Yeah. It's I, raining, Glenn. I mean, Glenn of Harlech. You're basically doing, doing rhymes. Yeah, you know. exactly. And there's only so many things that rhyme with yeah. Glenn. There's so many things that rhyme with more. Someone came up to me. I, I, I was at the, uh, in Newcastle on Saturday doing the show. And someone came up to me afterwards and suggested Billy Idol's uh, Glenn the Midnight Hour. She cried more, more, more. I oh, think that's, that's quite not good. That's bad, very is it? Yeah. good. Yes. Everything you've got to do I... Edinburgh again now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for every that. new title, I've got, you've summoned me to another year. I've got a poster on the title for it. It's Harry Seacombe holding a ladle from Oliver, looking very, very upset. <laughs> And he's saying, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It's a great idea, isn't That's it? That's a really a good idea. Ball. I'm a huge fan of that. It's there a winner. It's, yeah, it's a happen. winner. Look out for Edinburgh He'll claim it year. himself. I know what he's like. It's all yours. It's yours. I haven't it's even bought a pen. It's yours. I'm trying no. to like, dig my fingernails into my arm to type it's, it out. It's all yours. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's That's sort a... of gag-heavy, isn't it? It's got a bit of a narrative, but it's... I know you, you do sort of... Some people do a long story and then a little gag on the end, but you're all sort of... Gag, joke, 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 all the way through, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it's from it's from doing all the sort of uh, the terrifying clubs in the early days and mm. just being scared of you know stag and hem parties having a ten second attention span. So being like, <laughs> if you just keep hitting them with jokes and it's basically like spinning a plate, and as long as the plate keeps spinning. 
then they can't complain afterwards and say that you yeah. didn't do enough jokes. So that's that's what it's come from. And what's happened is I've built a rod from my own back. And every show I do now, I've got to have more jokes every year because I think that's what people are now expecting. <laughs> yeah. So actually, guys, if we could keep it down about the joke rate, it'd be really handy in the <laughs> yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. Say, Five jokes yeah, an hour. Yeah, I mean, that's what really I do. Yeah, yeah, well yeah. yeah. And you're, you're a writer as well. Um, and uh, Matt Lucas and Alice Jones were in uh, earlier on on Breakfast. And uh, fantasy football has returned. You've been doing a little bit of work on that. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it's been so much fun. Yeah. They're great, great, great duo. Yeah. Really, really good. And it's, it's nice to take it in a different sort of direction to... You know, it, it, it's not like a full replica of a Bedell and Skinner Day sort of thing. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's a brand new show. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I was saying yesterday, I've, I've seen the pilot because uh, mine and Andy Spencer Millman is, is producing. Um, and um, I think they're really good. I mean, we're going to see the first show tonight, aren't we? But I think yeah. it's great. It's kept the spirit of the original show, uh, the core of the original show. And uh, and the guys will give it their own spin, so you can't ask for more than that. Really. Isn't it? It's difficult, isn't it? it? Can't ask for more than that. There's a title for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it, to do that sort of show because you're you're relying on nostalgia for people to sort of go, oh yeah, I, I used to love that. Yeah. But then yeah. of course you can absolutely that can flip on its head as well, kind of thing. Well, it's not like it was. So it's a hard balancing act, isn't it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. if, if people if people get funny about that, they should just wear the Dylan Skinner masks. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, just, and just claim it to be a rerun. You know, that's the best way around it. Yeah. Now you've also been on Richard Osman's House of Games. Yes, and, uh, I just noticed this on here. Did you win? Then? Okay, right. Um, I, I all I'm going to no, say is, all I'm going to say is, I do have a prize. Yeah, I have yeah. a tankard. I have a Richard Osman's House okay. of Games tankard. Ah. Um, but it was given as a pr- pity prize from Sean Williamson. Oh, we uh, won with Sean Williamson, Barry from EastEnders. Yeah. Which, which he is the greatest quizzer I know of he's all time. To be a very I good found out on the day that he's a professional quizzer now. That's his full time thing. Yeah, that's an impossible person. And we found out before we recorded day one that Richard Osman revealed that when Richard Osman went on Celebrity Who Wants to Be Millionaire his phone a friend was Sean Williamson and it was like well we're all screwed then aren't we why don't we just go home and he won I came second every single day uh, yeah. Which I was very proud of because under the circumstances, yeah. it was just impossible to beat. Him. Did you but catch first last loser though, isn't it? First loser. Did you catch last week's? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I think, I think there's a captain suitcase. I think there has been a steward. Why has there been a steward? I, I don't know. I understand this. So competitive. I understand this as stewards. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've just I've just heard a few whispers I, that I, they might be looking at the result again. I did try to cheat on my one, and I forgot we were just fully mic'd up in a studio. So I whispered to my companion, and I just heard it boom out across the studio and was like oh, that was a dumb idea no cheating yeah <laughs> Sean Williamson I mean if you saw him you'd be absolutely like the, yeah. there's a lot of comics who were good at it though uh, Rob Deering's very very good on it He's quite strong, Angela Barnes won every single day she was the first person to I think yeah, first yeah, person yeah. to ever win every single yeah. day so it's a good, good fun show though isn't it yeah good fun wow, not show. when you're against Sean it's Williamson when you it's, win, it stops yeah. being fun after a while <laughs> so how are you feeling about life as a Sheffield Wednesday fan they're, they're, in, a, they're in a good place they're sort of fourth they're only a couple of points off the top aren't they I think they'd be in a good position if they'd been in League One last season I think mm. coming down from a championship you are you know you immediately expect your team to be like right we're going to be first the whole season definitely yeah. automatic promotion basis the fact that as it stands playoffs are looming is quite terrifying at this stage of the season but I'm yeah. confident <clears> they've got this season, I feel I, I have a feeling that they get relegated back to League One immediately. But I just I just want to see them go up. When I first started properly supporting them, this was this was only about eleven years ago, and that's when they were that's when they got promoted ahead of Sheffield United into right. the Championship. And I just want to see what happened again. Remind yeah. us why you're, you're a Wednesday fan? Because I was a I was a sports uh, journalist at the time, and I used mm-hmm. to go to and we were based at radio station in Hillsborough, so it was like a five minute walk to go to their press conferences every week. And I started to really get into their sort of run because they were having such a great run in the in, in, in League One. Looked like they were going to be promoted 
promoted ahead of Sheffield United. It was nice that they were both in the same league. It was a nice bit of rivalry. And um, just going to the press conferences every week in the Gary Megson days and just getting to ask the questions that mm. you'd want yourself answered. Yeah, yeah. It meant, because usually you sort of go along to the press conferences and you're like, how are you feeling about the big game? But when I really got into the team, it was nice to sort of turn up to the press conference and be like, what the hell was that about last yeah. week? <laughs> yeah. What was, what what was, was, yeah. what was Gary like in the, in the press conference when you were yeah, dealing with the, like the press, press point of view? He smelled amazing. That's my main takeaway. Really? I still remember. I never had the confidence to ask him and I wish, I wish phones had uh, the Shazam app but for smells. Because yeah. I didn't have the guts to ask him and I wish I could just work out what That's, he smelled like. I tell you what, if, if you can make that app work, yeah. we, we, you, wow, know, we. you can pack, I mean, you can do what you like. You, know, you can buy up the whole of Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it'd be great. So you wouldn't have to ask anybody who you just buy Basically, put it, hold it near them. But then the price comes up, and a link to buying. It says, "There we go." Says, "Jupe." Jupe. That's what it was. It was duty free. Yeah, it was jupe. That's what it was. That was Megson's fragrance. (laughs) Fantastic. David off cool water. If Gary's listening this afternoon, and a great many people do, or maybe some of his ex players who did summon up the courage to ask him. What are you wearing there, boss? I mean, that would be so a against strange type, question. It's like very sweet smelling. I imagine it's a, it's a bit like the sort of stuff they spray out when you walk around Hollister. Uh, but I don't, <laughs> I just don't think Gary Megson wears Hollister. Can't see Gary at the door of Hollister <laughs> with his shirt off, can you? Just amazed Gary Megson smells so good. I it's don't, an, I don't. It is astonishing, and I'm no, it's no exaggeration. Why should you be amazed amazing. that Gary Megson smells I don't so just, good? He looks like he's a bit more sort of in the trenches you think than, he than that. A bit you know? earthy. You know, it's, 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 what the manly sweat? Is that what you expect? Unless, unless it is just his. Natural, natural smell. Maybe if yeah, you can naturally smell like no, it was very. It was definitely synthetic. It wasn't it was cloying. Just... It never got to the point where it was too much. No, never. Was like... it just the right cloying? Oh, I'd, I'd elect Gary Megson, <laughs> and it was. I would, it would make me sort of excited for the for the press conferences in a way. But I'd sort of be like, oh, I get to smell Gary Megson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The smell of, of the Gary Megson. Maybe that's a show next Imagine year. That, as you got, if you got closer to him, as you went up to put the your phone on the desk, you'd be okay, and you go... <laughs> <laughs> like a cat with a furball. They replaced him with Dave Jones, and he smelled rubbish. Oh, oh what a shame. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Well, just in comparison, yeah. he smelt neutral. Yeah. He did, he, I'd have yeah. liked it if you were asking the questions, a question before you. You know, Gary, I see you've gone from a back three to a back four today. How do you describe that? Well, you know, I thought we could... Uh, you know, get a few more attacks into midfield. Okay, yeah. Uh, what, what smell are you wearing, Gary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you wearing? Give us a twelve, Gary. It's been so tough for the board of directors to have sacked him. Come in, Gary. Sit yeah. down. You know, it's so difficult to say goodbye to such a fragrant man. It, it was, it was the eighth time they tried to sack him. Just the previous seven had gone. Oh, that smells yeah, good. Yeah, we'll yeah, see you in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll listen out to see how much sort of uh, deep sniffing was going on in Sheffield Wednesday press conferences <laughs> in that era. So, Glenn, uh, I take it tickets are available for yeah. uh, where? Where can we? Where can we buy them? Uh, at my website, which is glenmorecomedy.com. That's okay. exactly where they can be purchased. And you're uh, everywhere, yeah? Absolutely everywhere, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've, we've now crossed off Manchester and Newcastle uh, off the list. Uh, okay. as well they as, go well? well as Stafford and Northampton. They oh. went very well, thank you. Yeah. Very yeah. nice, good, yeah, yeah. Glenn. Good. Fantastic. Good, good How many stuff. dates are you doing then? Uh, about 40. Oh, fantastic. It's a big yeah, tour. Too many. It's every weekend. So uh, I miss my family. But yeah. uh, I'm having fun doing the show, so yeah, swings and roundabouts. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Peter in Manchester. Now, you were saying earlier on that you were one of the original people to try out the Predator boots. I was I was one of many uh, guinea, guinea pigs. pigs. Many guinea uh, pigs uh, The Adidas uh, HQ. Bending them round the wall, maybe then watching well, going, not don't work as quite as well as we thought Fire they them would. into the wall. They, yeah, they probably saw them on me and thought, well, I think we've got to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> and so without you, we don't get the Beckham David free Beckham kick. David Beckham doesn't score against you know, Greece. That's without, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Peter in Manchester's been in touch. I was in the crowd chanting at a Queen concert at Stafford Bingley Hall, hmm. which inspired Brian May to write, we will rock you. Oh, what about that? Pretty good. And the dum dum 
Yeah. I'm assuming. Our old mate Stuart Weir, who was on yesterday winding up the Tartan Army, um, uh, he's been in touch as well. He said, Kilmarnock never would have won best pie in British football. It hadn't been for me. He said, I worked on Total Football magazine around the year 2000. They ran a competition. I nominated Hearts and Killy. They took an independent judge up there and the Killy Pie won. So there we are. Another little claim to fame. Claim to fame for Stuart. Stuart, Thank you, Stuart. Claiming that. Yeah, Yeah. this is good. So one more. One more, yeah. Uh, Steve from Cambridge. In around 96, 97... I went on a kicking course with Mike Catt and Dave Aldred. Wow, okay. We were filmed and coached for better kicks. Dave Aldred went on to develop Johnny Wilkinson's kicking style. Mm. So I was directly responsible for Wilkinson's World Cup drop kick. Wow, there that's we are. a good Thanks, one. Thanks, Steve. Good one. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie was telling us about the Zat Knight boots, 40 quid, old pair of... Um, Adidas Predators that he'd spotted was signed, it on, signed, signed. Was it on um, Made Marketplace, Paul? Yeah, get it on the marketplace. Um, now this one, where's it gone? Oh, uh, it Here it is. It's from uh, Dan from Derby. For my 40th birthday, I received a home shirt signed by the entire 0708 Derby County team who went on that season only to manage 11 points and to this day remain the worst team in Premier League history. It's never come out the wardrobe. Would love a valuation. Oh, I'll tell I you, you could find as a potential buyer for that. Yeah. Because it was, is Danny Kelly. Danny, as he was telling us on the show last week, the week before, he's got a real thing about that Derby team. Oh, yeah. He's got a real thing about just how into it. awful they were. <laughs> so I think, I think Danny, if it's at a good price, Danny would like to own that shirt. So um, anyway. Oh, yeah, I think it could be in the Football Museum, that shirt. Football yeah. Museum might be interested in, in buying it. Oh, no? Yeah, well, yeah I think, no. what, Derby Counties? Derby Counties, Derby, I think, no. I think Forrest will be interested <laughs> in buying it. You might find a buyer there. Anyway, let's bring you the birthday spread. And uh, I'm looking at my monitor now. Andy, we can see Andy oh, on our screen. Look at him. Look at him. That's, yeah, he's, got, he's gone very close to the very screen. Close right up. up his nose. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, it, we're going to play the birthday spread. It's quite simple. Andy Jacobs has uh, come up with uh, 10 birthdays, people celebrating their birthdays this week. He's taken them from the newspapers and elsewhere. And myself and Charlie have to guess the ages yeah. of these people. Some will know, some we won't. Uh, and of course, as we try and guess the, the, the age of these people, a margin of error in our guesses will build. And it's the one with the shortest margin of error at the end of the 10 birthdays. Who is the winner? Uh, Andy, of course, uh, makes this very humourable and gives us a gag. Um, yes. And always a top-level gag as well. So it's good being able to see Andy actually because I can nice. see that when he when he presses the button that like that chess guy the other week is that how you find out the scores? Well, I hope he's not using the same system. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Andy. <laughs> good afternoon, boys. Yes. Yes. For the first time, for the first time, the producer has put you on our screens, but I think you are massively in delay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, not again. Yes. <laughs> oh no, we can hear you in. in the no, studio. we can hear That's you fine. in the real time, but we're seeing you in delay. So it's, please stop doing that because we can see you. No, I'm only joking. So um, keeping score, of course, as always. Is he back in the nerve centre? It's Jeff Peters. Uh, not back in the nerve centre. Oh. I will be. Uh, I, I will be next week. So the scores on the doors. Mm. Um, all one for the tenth time in a row last week. I think it was the eighth time against mm. Charlie. Charlie led by fifteen with three to go. Uh, but Paul made it the perfect ten and leads Charlie thirty-one thirteen. Charlie just hanging on above Max Rushton in the uh, in the world 
rankings. Unless you're gargling, that's a terrible line. Yeah, Norman so Collier's house. We're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try and get. We're going to try and get Jeff back on a on a slightly better line. What part of the world? He what a globe trotter he is. Um, okay, then. Well, Pele often helps us out and gives us a bit of background music. And here he is. That's it. Lovely. Pele with Sergio Mendes uh, and Andy. What's the first birthday today? Well, it's the uh, cricket commentator. Friend of the show, slightly, not really. Henry Blofeld. I don't know why I said that. Oh, either. okay. Well, he's been in once or twice. I don't think. I don't think he actively hates the show. He's, if he does, yeah. he, my dear old thing, what a pair of wasters. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, um, his uh, best friend in showbiz is Gordon Sumner, lead singer of The Police. My dear old Sting. <laughs> my dear old Sting. He probably would call him that. I can see those two yes. together. Okay. What's what's Blowers then? Blimey. He's only in a little while ago. It's yeah. got to be. Is he early 80s? I mean, he's in good nick. Um, that's maybe a pushing it. I'll go 80, blind 80. What do you think, Charles? 82. It's 83. Good Ooh, start. Oh, good start. And have we got our official scorer back yet? Yes, we have. Hello, Jeff. Ha- Hello. So, Paul, oh, you better. are three Blimey. out. How did we go uh... from a terrible phone line <laughs> to a really good line like that? Uh, the 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 um the we won't use the good not, one. Not, we won't use yeah, the good one. Yeah, yeah, let's not use a really bad good. line. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's Paul three, Charlie one. Paul three, Charlie one. Good, good. start for yeah, Charlie. Come on, as it was. Come last on, Charlie. Week. And indeed the week before. Um, right. <laughs> so next birthday, Andy. It's the singer Brian Ferry. Oh, Brian yeah, Ferry. Yeah. One of uh, well, you may not know this, but one of Brian's great loves is Greco-Roman wrestling. I didn't know that. I saw him win a tremendous celebrity bout when he pinned his opponent. The former Reading defender Graham Murty to the canvas with his whole body. <laughs> yes, it was Ferry across the Murty. Yes. Ferry across the Murty. Very yeah. nice. Seventy-five. Yeah, I mean it's hard to believe that. It's always looks forty. That Brian Ferry <laughs> is not far off the same age as Blowers. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you think? Um, I'd say seventy-two. 77. Wow. There we go. Lumber up, limbo down. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, for old Brian. Um, so, um, what, what's the scores? Uh, I, I just lost you temporarily there, oh, so okay. I didn't hear your, your oh, guess. Oh, blimey, I guess he's going well, he's isn't going it? Really what did well. I say? You, I think I said, didn't I say... Paul s- is five out, which means he's on eight, yeah. and I was two out, which makes me on three. Yeah, we'll keep our own I'll scores, score it as one, shall I? Don't worry, you get back to the beach, mate, don't I'll worry about I'll start chipping us. into Andy's jokes in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so eight, three. Uh, what, what about that? Yeah, yeah. There we are. So, uh, next, next birthday, birthday, Andy. Yes, it's the former Australian cricket captain, Ian Chappell. Oh, yeah. Ian Chappell. And he fell out with his brothers, Greg and Trevor, last Christmas when they didn't appreciate his choice of present for them, a set of thermals from Under Armour. Oh, that's it. You know your cricket? You like that one? Yeah, yeah. Ian Chappell. Um, Chappell. It's me, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 73. Ian Chapel. Ian Chapel, 73, yeah. I've got. Yeah, I'm going to mm, go. Charlie. I'm going to go 74. Okay, fair enough. Mm, yeah, around then. <laughs> 79. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's around the right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 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 I don't know.
Okay, it's the singer and pianist Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. And he was surprisingly chosen, which was a big surprise, by the ICC to choose between Dukes or Kookaburra for the next Ashes. For some reason, they chose a former rugby league star to present them to him. Jerry said, great balls of fire. (laughs) That could have been a very different joke that would have got us taken off. Yeah, Jeff's version was very different. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was a very – because he he can do a blue act as well, as uh, as Gary Bushell once said on TalkSport. Um, mm, 93. Well, you shake my nerve down your right on my brain. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Geek me, baby. He's got to be, hasn't he? He's yeah. got to be in that envelope. I'm not going to stray right. too far from that. Um, 92. Uh, 87. Oh, sorry, Jerry, Jerry, if you're listening. What's the chance wow, of the Jerry Lee Lewis listening this afternoon? <laughs> Jerry Hello, listens in on... <laughs> On an app. Yeah. Hey, Adrian, Adrian. You, you shake my nerves and you rattle my Yeah, <laughs> but I still love you. Great show, he says. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> how, when was he born then? That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, 87. It? How yeah. old was he? Was it his peak? Sort of. Quite a young man. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Jeff. Okay, yeah. Uh, what's the scores, um, Jeff? Yeah, when was he born? Well, 87 years ago. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Paul, um, Paul, you were five out onto 19. Well, you uh, that phone Charlie. Line. Yeah. Charlie's six out onto 14, five 14. in it. Yeah, five in it. Okay, I'll, I'll take us in at half time, Andy. Okay, last birthday before half time, the rock musician, she sang I Love Rock and Roll. It's Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. And uh, yes, we always used to do work, woodwork classes together until okay. we fell out after Joan oversanded a table I was making. As I stormed out, I said, That's it, I'm leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Nice, lovely, yes. Joan Jett. You know what's coming, depending on how old she is. Um, (laughs) Clickety-click 66. Mm, I've gone 63, I've written down here. Okay, not bad. She's 64. 64. I love rock and roll. (laughs) Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Anyway, so what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, at the halfway point, Paul, you're two out. You move on to 21. Charlie, one out on to 15. So Charlie leads by six. He led oh, by four at oh. this period last year when we had the kindred spirit situation, as Glenn is calling it. Yes, that's right. Jeff's the, Jeff is the kind of, he's the Andy Zaltzman of the spread. Yeah, he's yeah. got all the stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all he's the got stats. all the stats at his fingertips. Anyway, 21-15, delicately poised. Charlie in the lead. What's going to happen in the second half? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Welcome back to the second half of the birthday spread. It's uh, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker, in partnership with EE4 Fibre Broadband that can handle anything. Limited availability. Check coverage at ee.co.uk. We just saw Andy Jacobs on our screens sniffing a cigar yeah. and then putting under his nose in, in a moustache type style. Uh, Andy, why are you sniffing a cigar? Oh, I'm just messing about with props that were near to hand. Oh, OK. Oh, He's wow. never off, Andy. He's oh, never yeah, off. Yeah, crazy. He's never off. Um, so, uh, 21 The 15. fun uncle. Charlie is the fun uncle. Uh, from, uh, six in front, and uh, Charlie, you lead us off into nil, the second round. Let's, let's go, let's go. Okay, she was the uh, energy minister of France from 2014 to 17, politician and ecology expert, Segaline Royal. Segaline Royal. Mm. And uh, I played golf with Segaline and Sir David Attenborough at St Andrews. It was great to be at the home of golf with Royal and Ancient. <laughs> Not a clue. No, not, not a clue. No, no. 
55. That's a good guess. French politicians are often quite young, aren't they? She's an expert. I think you're about right. 62. 69. Oh, Getting on a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. And there goes the lead. Well, OK, let's find out. Jeff Peters is keeping score, of course. Jeff. Yeah, Paul, seven out onto 28. Charlie, 14 out onto 29. Paul takes the lead. Ooh, OK, but there's nothing in it, Charlie. No, no, just... I know, I know, I know, Paul. Focus. Right. I am. Um, OK, I don't want to give I don't you a your coaching. Talk. I don't need your coaching. <laughs> it's very patronising. <laughs> Come on, young man. Um, so, uh, next birthday, Andy. Next birthday is the BBC Royal and Diplomatic Correspondent, Nicholas Witchell. Oh, Nicholas Witchell. And his family come from a small manor just outside of Harlow. You must remember the Witchells of Eastwick. <laughs> no, it's a good, a good yeah. one for a second half joke. Nicholas Witchell. <laughs> How yeah, it's really good. It's good. Yeah, they normally tail off. They really don't tail off normally, <laughs> don't they? Um, Nicholas Witchell. How old is he? Uh, what is he? That's the game. Sixty. <laughs> Sixty-four. Do you think he's a bit older than that? I think he's older yeah, than that. He's yeah. one of those. He's been around for so long. I'm not going to push it, though. I'm going to go 66. 69. Okay. Oh, I okay. thought he was older, actually. Oh, I thought he was older. Okay, okay. fair enough. Mm. So, Jeff. So, Charlie takes the lead. Ooh. It's Charlie 32, Paul 33. Oh, what about that? What is the game? There was the one back. Charlie will lead us off for the back next and forth. birthday. Andy, next one. Birthday. Just deal with the one. Next birthday is the Earl of Dartmouth. He was the Deputy Ch- Chairman of UKIP from 2016 to 18. William Legg. Mm. William Legg. Billy Legg. Yeah, one of the finest and most unusual bowlers in the history of club <laughs> cricket. No six balls were ever alike, Cubs in awe. I love the leg over. <laughs> oh, but aye, aye. There it is. Do Here stop it, Haggis. Kid. Um, <laughs> mm, who is it? Me? It's you. Uh, yeah, William Lane. Could be Lake. anything, couldn't he? UK. Could be anything. UK. Yeah. 73. 66. Oh, that's made it interesting. He's 73. Oh, wow. Here we go. Come on now. Come on, Jeff. Yeah. What's du- the score? Du- Direct hit for Charlie. Yeah. Stays on 32. Pulls seven out onto 40. So eight in it, two to go. Eight. Okay. Oh, could this be the week? Here no. we go. It's could this the, be? No. Go- <laughs> two to go, is it? Three, it's two to go. Yeah? Two, to two to go. go. Just concentrate two on these. Go. Just think about the next two balls. Paul. Don't concentrate on I anything else. I don't need else. you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs> He's the golfer, eight-time Ryder Cup player. Eight-time Ryder Cup player, Neil Coles. Neil Coles yeah. and his family got very cross with me when I offered to accompany Neil to a game to watch Eddie Howe's boys at St James's Park. They accused me of wanting to take Coles to Newcastle. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. Seventy-three. Yeah, I was getting. I was up there. Seventy-five. Oh yeah. No, I was going up there. Oh, yeah. no, he's much older than that. He's eighty-eight. He's okay. eight Ryder wow. Cups, so he's got to be quite old. So that's two more for you Ten. then, Charles. Ten to play with. So, Jeff, just yeah, confirm it's... that for us. Yeah, 55 to Paul, 45 to Charlie, one to go. Charlie can't throw this away. I mean, <laughs> oh, the House shit. of Games champion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Charlie will say it's a different game, it's a different skill set. Charlie will lead us off. And you've got 10 to, 10's pretty ten. decent, isn't it? All right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
Okay, here we go. And last on, please. final birthday. Please. Okay, this is the key one. He was he's an earth scientist and former president of Imperial College London, Professor Sir Keith Onions. Onions. <laughs> yes. He was uh, sitting next to me, Keith, actually, at Gareth Southgate's press conference when the England manager tried to justify the continual selection of Harry Maguire. It was tripe and onions. <laughs> oh, oh, OK, nice. Bit of football satire. And Charlie's not laughing because he's really concentrating on the age <laughs> no. of Sir Keith Onions. What is he, Charlie? Onions. What is he? Keith Onions. Keith Onions. 87. That's really good work. That is good work. So, um, 87. So, I've got to go 98, haven't I? Or uh, 76. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 76. Am I wrong way regals, Andy, today? No, not necessarily. Professor Sir Keith O'Neill's 78. It's enough. I know. I don't think I have. Can you? Have I done it? I think you've done it. Have I done it? Can you confirm? Paul. Paul is two out onto fifty-seven. Charlie is nine out onto fifty-four. It's not eleven. It's not heaven for Paul Hawksby. (laughs) Charlie Baker. He's done it. Yes, thirty-one fourteen. Ridiculous. He took eleven weeks. Ridiculously happy about it. But he's back in the saddle. The Baker era begins. What a game. What a game this is. Great jokes, Andy. Fantastic this week. Really funny stuff. Yeah. Very, were you pleased with the way Jeff scored it this week as well? Really? really I thought it was pleased? spot on. Like really Would spot on. Would you like on. to see Wrexham go up this year? <laughs> no. Are you that happy? No, 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 no. no. Not that happy. I, I felt like to... felt like Paul was helping me a bit. Though, see. You know, well, look, so. I d- do you like, know, I really wanted you to win that. I know, I could tell. Boy, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about it, but I did sort of I was, feel like you I was were... Tr- I didn't let you, you were help. Okay. I'd never do that. Okay. Well, I'd never do that. Well, I'm very pleased. I'd never let you win. Very pleased. But I was, I was very, very pleased <laughs> for you. So There we are. What about that? John, the Spurs fan, says, I think we need to examine Charlie's half-time routine. He seems to peak first half. Well, yeah. not today. Not today. Well, I was not saying, today, well, it's nil-nil, Paul, wasn't I saying? Yeah. It's nil-nil. He had there quite a few are. strategies. What a game. Steve Peters came in. Um, the chimp paradox. He came in the, the, and, and did a bit of work with him during the, the break. So, uh, yeah, well done, Charlie. Congratulations. Thank you, Paul. I'm not going to be smug because I've lost ten in a row. <laughs> so where does that leave us then in, in, the, in the totals? Just remind us, Jeff. Uh, it's 31 to you, Paul. It's 14 to Charlie. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. Another show. Lovely. In the can. Lovely. Um, Charlie, you're back on... Saturday morning, 9 till 11, the game day warm-up, because the game games are back, They're Paul, back, fantastic. That with the North London Derby Saturday. Ind- Good luck. Oh, yeah, cheers. Thank you. And um, I'll be back tomorrow with Andy, of course, clips of the week and all that. Do hope you can join us. If not, the podcast available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.